Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon and welcome to today's program, America's Community Voices Network. I am your host, Ronald Brookins. Unfortunately, Donald can be with us today. Uh, he may be able to join us as the program progresses. Our focus today is on one of the most critical issues facing American communities and neighborhoods throughout our country, and that's gun violence. Specifically, an event that will be occurring on Saturday, April 18, 2015, at 12 noon sharp at the Abundant Life Church parking lot, 8117 North 13th Street in Sulphur Springs. There will be a community march, and this community march and the purpose of it is to raise awareness about the increased gun violence in the, in the Sulphur Springs area, threatening the health and safety of children, families, and neighborhoods. We're waiting on our guest to arrive. He's a policeman. And, uh, you know, the, the policeman, their first job is to protect and serve and defend. Uh, but his name is uh, Lieutenant Randy Peters with the Tampa Bay Police Department. And we're going to be talking about gun violence and, uh, in certain communities here in Tampa, particularly in a couple of the at-risk communities, Sulphur Springs. And there's an event that's coming up later on with the Tampa Police Department uh, that's going to focus on East Tampa. But it, it's critical, we believe, that we talk about two things today. Number one, we talk about the problem of gun violence, give you all of the statistics, and then we talk about what, as a community, we can do to uh, to end gun violence and uh, to make sure that all of us are aware, are aware of, of what, how critical this issue is and find out how we all can be accountable and in and, and, and this gun violence within our own communities. Um, there's also the act of recruiting and being responsible for your own neighborhoods and being responsible for your own families. The police have an outreach program, Tampa Bay Police Department, and certainly their outreach program is critical and important to everything that we do. But additionally, they can't do it all alone. Uh, uh, they can give us the tools, and they can be there to do their part in terms of protecting and defending, but we also have to be there as a community, being willing to open up and do what's necessary to provide the support that the police need. And, uh, and hand in hand, then we work towards ending these critical problems, especially gun violence. We, we're all aware of, of the many incidents that have occurred over the past few years with gun violence. I mean, some of it has been horrific. All of it is horrific, but, I mean, innocent people being killed in, in various settings, in movie theaters, children in schools. I mean, it's, 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 it's been exasperating. It's been horrifying. And it's something that, as a nation, we need to address. Um, if you hold for a moment, our guest has arrived, and I'm going to bring our guest on. Give me one second. Lieutenant Peters, how are you today? I'm doing well. How are you, sir? Okay, I was just, I started the program, and I was giving everyone an introduction, and we were explaining to them what we're here about and what we're going to talk about. Uh, but I certainly, okay. want to re- I certainly want to welcome you, Lieutenant Peters, and thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to be a part of our program today. Absolutely. Thank you for inviting me. All right. Lieutenant Peters, I'm going to start out the way I always do with any guests that I have on my show, and I'm going to ask you, how did Randy Peters become Lieutenant Randy Peters with the Tampa Police Department? 
Oh, that's a long story, but uh, just give you a brief ground, a background about myself. But I've been with the police department over a little bit over 19 years. Um, and my time at the department, I've been in a lot of different facets within the department. I worked in uh, patrol, I worked in narcotics, I worked in intel, I worked at a future task force. So over the years, a lot of hard work. I am from Tampa. I'm a Tampa native. I went to the public schools here in Hillsborough County as well as the university. But uh, I've uh, got a lot invested in this community as far as my relationship with the community. But through hard work and through uh, a lot of dedication to the department and the community, that's how I got to where I'm at today. Well, we certainly want to congratulate you on all that you've accomplished. And certainly, most importantly, we want to thank you for the service that you provide to our community because it's so important. You know, with with all the thing that's been going on in the news about uh, different things occurring with uh, uh, various police departments and communities, I am proud to say that the Tampa Police Department is a model for police departments all over the country. So we we thank uh, Chief Casting. We certainly thank you for your role in that. Um, yes, sir. Thank you. I appreciate that. Very. Thank you, Lieutenant Peters. Uh, I, I started out, and then before you got here, and I gave I, I gave sort of a, uh, a a preview of what we're going to talk about today. And so the audience is pretty much aware about what we're going to talk about today. So I'm going to start out by asking you, can you please explain to our audience when and how excessive gun violence became a problem in Sulphur Springs? Well, I can tell you, we've, uh, we've seen a recent spike in gun violence uh, throughout the city, not just in Sulphur Springs alone. Um, so far uh, this year, our department has investigated 260 incidents involving firearms compared to 180 last year about this same time. Um, although crime is up or kind of spiked, uh, we, uh, we make a strive to get guns out of the wrong hands. Um, since January, we've covered over 369 firearms uh, compared to 312 between January and March of last year. So we put a lot of work, a lot of effort, we're putting a lot of energy in trying to get guns out of the wrong hand. And we do understand the spike of violence that has increased well, I think we make a lot of gains towards getting the guns out of the wrong hands, getting the wrong people, the right people off the streets. Lieutenant, you just talked about the, what seems to be a significant increase over last year. Do you all have any indication as to why that increase has occurred? Um, just like uh, anything else, this, this surge that we've seen um, with crime itself, uh, there's been a myriad of reasons. Um, and this, like I said, this is not a, just a police problem. This is a community problem. It's going to take all our efforts. It's going to take us and the community working together to try to resolve this issue. So it could be a myriad of problems, but we're trying to, at this point, concentrate on getting the guns out of the wrong hands and uh, definitely don't want any more violence to occur. Well, that's a good point that you made because that's one of the things I want to talk about is accountability because, you know, we understand the role of the police. Uh, to protect and defend our community, but I do want to place an emphasis on communities themselves and people in, in, in the community that we have a, a certain responsibility and accountability to hand-in-hand hand work with the police and be respons- responsible for protecting our own neighborhoods. So that's a, a very important point that you make, and I want, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, yes, sir. Lieutenant Peters. Um, yes, sir. <clears throat> give me a general... Uh, description of the community outreach efforts of the Tampa Police Department and how effective they've been, because I know you all have several programs that you do within the community, but particularly under the, uh, under the leadership of uh, Chief Castor, I have noticed over during her tenure, there has been an amazing amount and emphasis on 
community relations and community outreach, and I think it's been extremely effective. Can you tell us about some of those outreach efforts? Yeah, Chief Cass has done a great job since she's been here. I mean, we have a lot of positive things, a lot of great feedback from the citizens, but she's done an astounding uh, job as the chief, and she's uh, made a point and an effort to, to decrease violence and also have a better work relationship with the with the community. That's her number one rule. I'll go the rule here is treat everybody with dignity and respect. In terms of what we've done as an agency to reach out to the community, our philosophy is this. We have to establish and maintain an open line of communication and mutual trust with the community. That's important that we have that good communication and dialogue uh, between our agency and the community because we all are part of this community. Uh, as far as outreach comes in many forms and fashions, uh, it's, getting, uh, it's getting out and conversing with the, uh, the residents and the community and the neighborhood. It's our patrol partnering up with the community members. Uh, it's a host of, of different things that we do to make sure our relationship um, is, uh, is galvanized and we are all on the same page here. Uh, the community partnership we've built along the way um, are the cornerstones of the department, crime reduction success uh, over the last 11 years, which crime is down 70%. So like I tell my officers and we talk about this, uh, it takes a community effort to decrease crime. It takes all of us focusing on what the problem is and working together. So our relationship with the community is integral and so important to me, not only to me, but as an agency as a whole, in order to decrease violence, and that's some of the things that we're doing. Lieutenant Peters, did you just say that crime is down over that 11-year time period 70%? Yes, sir. Crime is down. 11 years, 70%. Crime is down. Wow. Yes, it is, believe it or not. So it's a lot of work, wonderful. a lot of effort. Yes, it is. So we're making a lot of great strides, and we we still got a lot of work to do, but we're, uh, we're, right, we're on the right course. Well, I commend you, and I commend all of your colleagues and certainly uh, Chief Castor for all that has been accomplished. Yes, now, sir. Thank let's talk you. about let's talk about Lieutenant Peters, the event, the upcoming event this Saturday, April the 18th, starting at 12 noon sharp, and you're going to begin at the Abundant Life Church parking lot, 8117 North 13th Street in Sulphur Springs, and this is going to be a community walk to to end gun violence and raise the awareness uh, within the community. Can you tell us about that event? Yes, this Saturday, April 18th, at uh, starting at noontime, 12 o'clock, we'll have Stop the Violence, and it's a peace walk that we come up together with uh, our <clears throat> our department as well as the uh, people in the community and, and uh, who want to reach out to the community and stop this violence. But the message is simple. We want people to stand up and speak out. Uh, as many ways to anonymously report criminal activities, um, and want people to come out to this event. It's going to be a peace walk, and we're going to start at the Bundy Life Church. We'll walk 1.2 miles over to uh, Idaho Baptist Church. We'll conclude there. We'll have some more speakers. We'll have food and fun, and we just want everybody to come out and uh, just uh, come together with us and just sit and talk and try to uh, stop this violence in the community. So it's an effort to, to just bring the community together is what we're trying to do here. Lieutenant Peters, uh, you know, I, I, I noticed from the flyer that once you have the walk, then there's going to be some discussion about some of the positive resources available in the community. And, uh, and I know you're going to be talking. Can you tell us about some of what those resources are? Yeah, it's definitely. Right now, if you don't know, <laughs> Abundant Life uh, Church Ministries have done a lot of good work in that, as well as Idaho Baptist Church. Uh, we have the Ridge House that's uh, in that community, Silver Spring. These are actually 
organization that's grassroots, that's in the community right now as we speak, reaching out to the community, trying to get more people involved in to different programs to stop the violence, get them engaged, and get them focused on reducing crimes in their community. So the Rich House itself, <clears throat> which is part of Tampa Police Department, you have the Abundant Life Ministry, you have Ottawa Baptist Church, you have uh, so many different organizations that's grassroots that's housed in that community right now that will be there tomorrow, April 18th, at this event. And we want everybody encouraging the residents to please come out because you will have those uh, organizations right there uh, on the ground. Well, that's terrific. I want to remind our audience that you're listening to Blog Talk Radio, and this is America's Community Voices Network. We have as our very special guest, Lieutenant Randy Peters with the Tampa Police Department, and our discussion today is about a peace in the Springs Community March. Uh, that's the hashtag if you want to use that on uh, social media, but it's going to occur this Saturday, April the 18th, uh, 12 noon sharp, and it starts out at the Abundant Life Church parking lot, 8117 North 13th Street. So certainly if you live in that area, and certainly if you want to go out and support the efforts of that community, we encourage you to do so. Now, uh, Lieutenant Peters. Yes, sir. Can you can you please tell our audience and particularly the residents of Sulphur Springs what role they can play in resolving this problem with guns in the Springs and throughout the Tampa Bay communities? Um, very good question. I'm glad you asked me that. One of the things we want people to do, like I said earlier, stand up and speak out. Uh, many, is there many ways you can call it anonymously? I mean, if there's a crime occurring or something's happened, we want to know who those individuals are involved, and we have so many different ways that we can communicate with the police. But one of the main things I'd like people to know, please communicate with law enforcement. Please let us know who are these individuals who are committing these crimes. Those are individuals that don't need to be in the community. Um, those individuals we need to uh, focus our energy on to try to stop this violence. But there's many ways that you can communicate with law enforcement. And I also can't believe, you know, everywhere and all the, we can't be everywhere all the time, if that makes sense. We rely on the community to help us solve and prevent crimes. Uh, if someone has information about a, a gun being in wrong hands, we need to speak out about it, and we need to talk, and we don't need that uh, that past mentality of no snitching. It takes all of us, when we get to this point, to roll our sleeves up and tighten our boots up and communicate with our law enforcement officials to try to, to get rid of this violence in our community. So my main thing would tell the community, please speak up. Let's work together. Come talk to us about this violence that's occurring in this community, and let's get rid of this violence. Now, you indicate that from what you're saying that your preference is that they call the police department directly. Uh, what about uh, uh, do you have any people or representatives or partners in the community that they might go to to tell us this information, and are they able to remain anonymous? Because I know that a lot of people will be concerned about anonymity in this situation. Right. We've got a very good question. We do have people in the community. Matter of fact, one of the things that we'll be announcing tomorrow, uh, if they come out and we encourage everybody to come out, we're going to talk about that. So I encourage my guests and hopefully I can just keep them on the hook. They can come out and want to know what we're talking about. But, you know, we have a we have a TPD uh, application app for TPD. We have uh, Crime Stoppers. Um, you can call our non-emergency numbers. So there's many ways that you can get the information out there and remain anonymous. And I know people have that concern but I can assure them that we have resources and um, uh, programs in place. If they want to give information, it's readily available. They can call us and remain anonymous. Lieutenant Peters, do you have to happen to have that number of Crime Stoppers available with you? Yeah, at least 1-800-CRIME-STOPPERS. 
Uh, it's a pretty popular number, but I think it's one eight hundred Crime Stoppers. If I'm not mistaken. If I don't have, it, I can double check, and I'm sure that's it. Okay. Well, we'll make sure we get it to everybody too. Also, when we uh, when we promote this program on the internet. But uh, as Lieutenant Peter says, Crime Stoppers is one of the primary access points where you can report any situation that's unusual that you think is a crime and make the police aware so that uh, that they can have an opportunity to address the issue within your own communities and neighborhoods. Um, yeah, and now, I just Luther, like that. If you don't mind, I'm sorry. I just wanted to add one more thing that we, we're doing in the community as well. And the chief has been a big proponent of this, and we've been talking about it for a while. We have the Be the Difference campaign. And we want people to be the difference in the community. It's something that we've been talking about a lot. We want those individuals to change their community and be the difference in their community. So that's important to us. See, I think that's a great charge for anyone within their own community to say to them, you can be the difference, and you can can uh, contribute in a way that helps to change things in, in a positive manner. So I, I, I applaud you for that. You know, and certainly I can't imagine anyone not wanting to be a difference in their own communities, especially parents, in, in terms of protecting their families and their children and their neighborhoods. So that's I think that's a great idea and a great program. Absolutely, absolutely. And just just to follow up to you on that number for Crime Stoppers you had asked me about, um, it's 1-800-873-TIPS. Again, that's 1-800-873-TIPS. And that's our Crime Stoppers number. So if you want to call in to give us information and remain anonymous, that's the number you can call, and we would be glad to hear from you. Thank you, Lieutenant Peters. Now, i got one more question. I'm sure, take your time. In a longer than necessary, here's my last question. Um, can you provide to us a profile of who are the victims of gun violence here in Tampa Bay area and who are the per- perpetrators? Give us some idea. Who, who's out there perpetrating all this gun violence and who, who are the victims? Yes, sir. Senseless acts of violence are affected the African-American community, primarily young males, uh, young African-American males. Uh, the most recent homicide in Southern Springs involved a 14-year-old African male. Male, uh, based on witness interviews, the suspect are also African American. So we've seen the uh, African American or black or black crime is right now is what we've seen the most when we've come as far as in this particular community here. But that's pretty much what we're seeing at this point, sir. Okay, so those are the victims, and then it's being perpetrated. The victims have crimes perpetrated upon them by people who are just like them. Am I correct in saying that? Yeah. Yes, sir, that is correct. Wow. So we have a lot of work to do. So yes, we do. So there's a lot of work. Yeah, I want to say there's a lot of work that we need to do, and we, we encourage the community to come out to support this cause. I think this is the uh, the right step in the right direction of getting the community involved because, like I said before, we're all part of this community. Uh, we want the uh, community to know that we support them, that we're on the front line with them, and what we need to do to help this community to rebuild and can get this violence uh, out of the community, we're willing to go that direction and help them out. And we want everybody to come out tomorrow and support this effort. And I, I look forward to seeing them. I'll be out there and others, so I'm looking forward to seeing everybody come out for a great time. All right, so you all heard that Lieutenant Peters will be there. Uh, the event that we're talking about is Stop the Gun Violence, Peace in the Springs Community March. It starts at 12 noon sharp tomorrow, Saturday, April 18th, at the Abundant Life Church parking lot, 8117 North 13th Street in Sulphur Springs. Now, uh, uh, Lieutenant Peters, is there a number that someone can call 
just in case they wanted to uh, 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 volunteer or if they wanted to make donations. Is there a number that you have that they can call? Yeah, if you can, if you can, just call me at this number. This is my direct number. So if they need more information or they need some uh, whatever they need to help them, they want to come out and participate or want to come out and be a part of it, then you get this number called call 813-931-6500. Again, that's 813-931-6500. All right, everyone. Lieutenant Peters is putting it out there. He's, he's telling you that if you need to contact him about this event or any other information, give him a direct call, and it's 813-931-6500. Before we end, Lieutenant Peters, I always like to ask this of any of my guests because I've asked you a specific amount of questions, but what I really want to know now is, is there anything on your mind that you want to share with us about whatever, what your hopes are for success of your programs or our community, anything you want to share with anyone about your public service, the community itself? Yeah, I would just like to take the time to share with everyone. I just encourage everyone to come out. This is a great time. Right now we have a lot of things going on in our community. We're doing a lot of work from the police side, of the, from the police side as well as other organizations that's coming into these communities and working hard. And we'd like to just make sure that we want to thank those individuals who are out there volunteering and coming in on Saturdays to put all this hard work and effort to try to help this community. So I encourage all my listeners and all those individuals in Silver Springs, whether it's Silver Springs, New Tampa, South Tampa, East Tampa, West Tampa, to please come out. Let's come together. Let's stop this violence. Let's get back on track and do more positive things in our community like we're doing starting tomorrow. So thank you. Lieutenant Peters, I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your business schedule to join us today. I also want to send out a very special thanks to Janelle McGregor with the Tampa Police Department. She's been so helpful in helping us to arrange this interview. And I certainly want to commend Chief Jane Castor. I understand that uh, she only has a few more weeks left or a few more days left before she goes. She retires. But certainly she, she has provided great service to our community, and we all should commend her and give her our sincere gratitude for all that she's done for the Tampa Bay community. Again, thank you, Lieutenant. Thank you, sir. You have a great day. You too. Bye-bye, sir. All right, bye-bye.